Today we celebrate Father's Day, and we take some time today just to really honor our fathers, those men in our lives, husbands, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, brothers. Uh, We just thank them for uh, the care and the um, love that they've given us, protection. Um, We thank them by the example and the witness of their lives. And so today we just honor all fathers, and we pray for all men who are fathers to us. So I reflect and think about my own dad today and the impact he's had on me. One of the first moments I remember that I really felt his fatherly care and his fatherly protection was um, during a summer, right after I started swimming lessons. I was probably three or four years old and we went to the swimming pool in Marshall and I remember hanging out in the kiddie pool, the two, two, two feet deep uh, kiddie pool. But then later on that day at the pool, my dad uh, suggested that maybe we go into the big pool, the big pool, and that was very haunting. Uh, five feet deep on one end and eight feet with diving boards on the other end of the pool. And I remember holding on to the ladder of that swimming pool with white knuckles Uh, recognizing that my feet don't touch the bottom of the pool and the water's going to be over my head if I let go of that ladder. But then my dad came and he he took me and I let go of that ladder and there was that moment of panic, that moment of panic as there was nothing to hold on to and my feet weren't touching the bottom. And I remember the words that my dad said in my ear. He says, I got you. I'm not going to let you sink. Just trust me. And uh, um, it was a moment of trust, not knowing how to swim, not having a life jacket, being in water over my head, and not my feet not touching the bottom of the pool. It was a moment of trust in my dad. In today's gospel, Jesus provides us a beautiful image of who the Father is His disciples also begin to panic as a storm comes up on the lake, on the sea, and the water begins to go over the side of the boat, and the boat begins to sink. And Jesus says to his disciples, he says to the storm, quiet, be still, be still. Why are you terrified? I will not let you sink. Just trust me. And that's us. Every time we go to pray, every time we go before our Eucharistic Lord, we come in the midst of the storms in our life. Our hearts are filled with maybe turmoil and disharmony. And the Lord speaks to our hearts in prayer. He speaks to us just as he spoke to the storm in today's uh, gospel. He says, quiet, be still, just trust me. I will not let you sink. And every time we go to pray, the Lord speaks this to us. And perhaps today the Lord is calling you into that deep water, that deep water where maybe our feet don't touch the bottom and the water is over our head. But he speaks to us, just trust me. And if we think about a boat, a boat is built uh, not to sit in the safety of a harbor. A harbor is a safe place, but that's not why boats were built. Boats were built to go out into the open ocean to, to sail in the wind and to weather those storms. And so the Lord is inviting us today to go out into that open water, to go out into the deep 
and to simply trust the Lord. We look upon Jesus, and he's the image of the Heavenly Father. He's an image of the Heavenly Father in heaven. We know that just like all motherhood is patterned after the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary, all fatherhood is modeled after the Father in heaven. In a way, we might say that the man who is a husband and a father in a family is just like a shepherd, <laughs> just like a shepherd, a shepherd for others. I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about Jesus as the good shepherd. And they said, in biblical times, when an estate owner would go looking to hire a new shepherd to watch over his flock, uh, this estate owner would always look for that shepherd with the most scars on his body because he knew that the shepherd with the most scars on their body weren't afraid to go out and do battle with wolves and wild animals. He knew that the shepherd with the most scars is one who could be trusted, who would go into battle and defend and protect the flock entrusted to his care. And so the same is with our own families. A father is not going to leave their families to be devoured or um, attacked, but rather the father is going to defend and protect his family. And the Lord's given all fathers, all men, a beautiful masculine heart, a beautiful masculine heart. It's this masculine heart that has this uh, hard wire into it to defend, to pr protect, to provide. And so uh, masculinity has been given to every man to really guard and protect the human dignity of every person, but especially defend and protect the human dignity of young women. Masculinity has been given to guard and protect and if a father doesn't protect his family, if a father doesn't protect his children, then who will protect them? We can just uh, look upon Jesus as the good shepherd. We gaze upon his scars, his woundedness, just like a shepherd of a sheep. And we reflect on the wounds of Christ and what he's born for us because out of love for us. Fathers are the protector and defender of their families. And I think today, so very few men are uh, willing to fight for their families, to actually take time to sit down and pray with them, to read sacred scripture with their families. So very few men uh, are willing to do that. I, we just look into the world, there's an abundance of men, but very few fathers, very few fathers. Many people are looking uh, for a father in the world today. And so uh, today, um, we, we look to St. Joseph, St. Joseph, who is a beautiful model for all fatherhoods. And uh, St. Joseph, we know, uh, really exemplifies and lives out the masculinity given to him by God. Many times when we think about who a man is or what a man is, we think about him as going around stone-faced all the time, kind of tough and strong and overturning tables and kicking down doors. But um, there is a time and a place to be a lion, but there is also a time and a place to be a lamb as well. And we see in sacred scripture how Jesus goes into the temple and overturns tables because the money changers were making his father's house a marketplace. But we also remember how Jesus wept at the, friend, at his, at the death of his friend Lazarus. He wept. And his disciples say, see how he loved him. 
A father is a man who can show his emotions and not be ashamed to show his emotions. And uh, if we look at the masculine heart, um, it's really the feminine presence in his life that really unlocks the hearts of men. Um, the, the masculine heart, it's wild and fearsome, but it needs to be tamed, and it's tamed by that feminine presence. Most often in our families, that feminine presence is our wives or our mothers. For some, it's a devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, who really tames the heart of a man, who tames the heart of a man. To be a real father means to become vulnerable and to allow your heart to be known by others. And we look to, we look to Jesus, who shows us what fatherhood is all about, what it means to be a real, genuine man. And we might ask the question, where did Jesus learn how to be a father? Where did he get the confidence and the calmness and the assurance to calm the storm in today's gospel? Where did he get that? Well, we look to Jesus' own father, his foster father, St. Joseph, as Jesus was raised from a young boy into a mature man throughout the Gospels. It was St. Joseph who taught Christ how to be a man, how to be a father, a man who loves, who is faithful, full of compassion and mercy, a man who can defend, protect, and uphold the dignity of every human person, a man who can help his family and children to bloom, to grow in a life of holiness. That's what a father is, and St. Joseph does this in the life of Jesus. And so Jesus grows up, he becomes a father to his disciples in today's gospel, where he, he calms the storm and he brings harmony to those places of disharmony. And so we look to Jesus. Jesus learned all, all these things from St. Joseph, his foster father. So as we gather here at this Mass to celebrate Father's Day, I just want to thank all the men here, husbands, fathers, grandfathers, brothers. Thank you for your witness, for your masculine heart, and for the sacrifices that you make for your families and friends. And so continue to follow after St. Joseph. Take St. Joseph as your model and guide during this year of St. Joseph. It's St. Joseph who tends, tends our hearts, but St. Joseph also protects the hearts of all people. He, rem he reminds us of our identity. Oftentimes the enemy wants to remove or make us forget who we are, but St. Joseph reminds us who we are. And so we follow St. Joseph. And uh, at this Mass and at every Mass, Jesus gives himself in the Holy Eucharist. Where did Jesus learn that sacrificial love as he laid down his life on the cross? It was from St. Joseph. St. Joseph taught Jesus that sacrificial love. So we come here to this Mass. We come here before this Holy Eucharist. And just as Christ laid down his life on the cross, so we too desire to give our life for others. And so today we just ask for St. Joseph to intercede for us, to protect our hearts, to protect our families, to guide us to his son, Jesus.